Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, Ayo and Antino. This week we are going to be talking about the internet and the tragedies that happen when things go wrong. We're going to be talking about the Bee Gees, power balance built bracelets, audience questions, and pizza, as always. Ready to bring you back to pizza. For a split second, I thought you said the Bee Gees. I was like, why is that on the list for today? <laughs> Heck, why, I'm going to start with that. The so it's called the DGs. Okay. Do you want to click on that link I sent you? Yeah. Read it for me. What do you think? Okay. It says Foo Fighters to release disco album as the DGs. Oh, that's terrible. It's <laughs> a terrible idea. Am I supposed to read this? Yes. Or not the whole thing, but what I just want to get your uh, your thoughts on the Foo Fighters covering uh, BG songs. Uh, as the DG, DGs and not to front man. LP, DG, oh, BG's covers. It will be released on vinyl in the U. Wait, this is already out. Oh, it's already out, yes. And I'm going to send you the link real quick. We're going to play a short clip of it, and I want to get your opinion of uh, what you think about it. Uh, I would have never thought that the. Yeah, the Foo Fighters doing BG's covers. Yeah, that doesn't. What's but, but, but can we, we can't include that in. A very, very short, short clip. Yes, we can. Oh, okay. I'm going to push the boundaries of this until we get all this 70 cents that we've made. Off. I can't copy. <laughs> See, I haven't had a... There we go. Control V, enter. There we go. I'm sending it to you. So, I mean, there's... Uh, what? Should we really put boundaries on what artists can do to express themselves? You know, I don't think so. There's just some things that you shouldn't touch. We just listened to the postmodern jukebox version of what so, uh, that Selena song. Oh, come on, floor. Yeah, that song. <laughs> but it was like very slow, and it ruined it. And we instantly turned it off because we were disgusted. Okay, so this is the DGs. Yes. So should I play this now? Oh yeah. It's probably going to be a commercial first, though. No. Oh. Wait till he starts singing. We'll play. Okay, we're gonna cut it off right here. <laughs> Wait, how is he doing the voice? <laughs> I don't know, but it's the same exact uh, the sound as the Bee Gees. Wait, is he actually recording? He's singing. How is he doing? He's just that? going really high, high. You should be dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's actually singing it. That, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he sounds like that. Well, there's a lot you can do with video, I mean, audio stuff. I don't know. Yeah, he has to be doing something with that. Cause <laughs> they just kish, kicked him really hard. <laughs> well, I think the comments on this video say it all. The very first comment <laughs> it says the fools have now entered the because we can phase of their career <laughs> which is basically the truth you can just we're at this point where we can do whatever so yeah that was pretty terrible um i would i you know i could listen to it but i, I don't want to see if i want to listen to the bgs i listen to the bgs exactly but that was pretty bad i don't 
I'm not a fan. Why would I be like, you know what? What would make this so much better? Right. The drummer from Nirvana. <laughs> right, exactly. Especially if they're just going to sing the song exactly Exactly like the same. It's not a reimagining. Yeah. It's not a different rendition. It's like karaoke night with the Foo Fighters. Exactly. So, no. And not guess a- what? Your mom likes the Foo Fighters now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was horrible. Well, that's a great way to start this show, guys. Completely random. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to Devon, photographer that we've had on here twice. Is it Devin? De- no, it it's Devon. Okay, just make it. You know, don't don't <laughs> screw me up. I was I typed in Jermaine, and then I was like, ah, oh, Devon. <laughs> been killing it. His fo- photographs have been blowing me away consistently. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's it's interesting to see somebody start off with already good photos. And then come out with even better photos. That was a really <laughs> nice way of saying that. But I it's the same thing that. with our podcast. I mean, I'm embarrassed. We're embarrassed of the first season a little bit. I, I warn people. I always send them a link to a specific episode to start at, and it's never season one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last episode. Like, we hey, we have a podcast. If you want to hear it, here's the last episode <laughs> we recorded. <laughs> that, Here's one where both of us don't talk a lot. <laughs> that one came out pretty decently. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's been cool to see uh, that, how it's been going, the growth of that over time. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I've actually seen some of his photos. I don't check it all the time, but when I do log into Instagram, um, then yeah. I Shout out to, now I'm going to screw it up. What's his Instagram handle? Devon, <laughs> Devin. Uh, D- digital. I think he might have changed it. Yeah, digital. He took a picture of mountains. You may think that's boring, but it looks amazing. It's got depth. <laughs> so, you know. I'm sure he would appreciate the shout-out. So. Um, that got me on another tangent. What? People are responding to the story I put up, and I can't read it. Well, they're responding oh, okay. To it. It's it's positive. That's good. I'm I had I put the thing up and I'm waiting for more responses and I'm reading them in real time, which is probably not a good thing to do. But hey, here we are. Got you. Oh, can, can we? I just wanted to say one other quick thing too, for the people who actually still listen, or do listen, or whatever you want, or to just stumbled upon, or this. just stumble upon the podcast. So, um, I just found out. Because you sent it to me, that we actually hit 4,000 listens on our podcast. We did, but unfortunately, I think it pushed up the numbers because if I go to Anchor, it was like 3,957. I don't know why it messed us up like that. So who said, well, who said it was 4,000? It's just in the app, it says it's 4K. Yeah, so that's fine. So no one needs to know the exact oh. details. <laughs> just <coughs> so we'll just, edit, <laughs> we'll just we'll just edit that part out. But um no, but seriously, we got four thousand listens on our podcast. Yeah, so, so thanks to everybody for listening, supporting it. Yeah. Everyone who gives us their questions, our guests, and uh, not to be forgotten, A and A. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have three thousand nine hundred seventy six. Yeah, so close to four thousand listens. So. Might as well be four thousand. Come on, guys. Yeah, no one's going to see no one's going to see the exact number. So and okay, thank you. Thank you to the 93% in the United States, the 4% in Canada, the 1% in Ireland, the less than 1% in Germany, the less than 1% in Mexico, 
the less than 1% in Brazil, Angola, Portugal, Sweden, France, and Singapore, and Croatia. Who's in Croatia? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's when they accidentally stumble upon it. Yeah, some of those countries I I, I kind of know who's there, but some of them I'm like, hmm. Like, I don't know who's in Germany. Neither do I, but hey. In Croatia, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know how to say anything in German, so. Besides an Volkswagen. Nine <laughs> Volkswagen. Uh, Guten Tag. Yeah. Uh, Neva. There you go. Uh, that's it. V Gates. I'm, I'm pretty sure once they listen to the first few minutes, they <laughs> This is nothing to do with Germany. I thought this was about the historical goings-ons of uh, Germany. Yeah, maybe. That is hilarious. No, but um, yeah, well, yeah, we got some listeners from all over, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, tell a friend. Yeah, anyone who wants to hear a a podcast that is clean for the most part. (laughs) Yeah, you're saying that. Uh, Yeah, exactly. That Antonio Antino makes clean. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) A podcast that, when it's released to the public, is actually (laughs) clean, clean, and you know, (laughs) non-controversial. I don't think. Um, then yeah, let people know. Tell a friend. Exactly. It's not for everyone, but it is for someone. Exactly. So anyway, just a special thank you to everybody who has been listening. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're sitting here and I always forget. uh, There we go. This is applause for everybody. Handshakes all around. (laughs) Two crazy scoops. Uh... Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, um, why are we here? The greatest tragedies known to mankind have shaken the world for years. Books, movies, uh, documentaries have been recorded of such things. People can learn uh, from these tragedies as to either how to react or how not to react. Uh, you can see how humans have turned on each other and or helped each other and some of the most distressing circumstances. And so today, Aaron, I want to talk about Facebook and Instagram going down. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of the tragedies of human history. <laughs> exactly. Um, what causes a website like that to go down, Aaron? Or AO? So we're talking, right now we're talking specifically, specifically. I don't even know why I bother using that word. I can't say it. We're talking about Instagram and Facebook right now, though, right? Um, We're talking about what just happened right now? Whichever you want to talk about first. Because this can happen to basically any website at any time. Yeah. It could happen to Anchor. Actually, it happened to Spotify the other day. I couldn't listen to podcasts on Spotify. And I talked to a friend of mine who's not in the U.S., and he said he also had that issue. So, Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. um, So what happened with Facebook, um, which whether you use uh, Facebook or Instagram or WhatsApp, because WhatsApp, WhatsApp yeah. was also down, uh, basically, and I'm trying to think of the easiest way to explain this without putting everybody to sleep, but basically what happened is the, there is a, there is like a, we'll just call it a piece of software that's used by the network to communicate with other networks and let them know this the best route to get to them. And so the little protocol or software that Facebook used, someone inside Facebook made a mistake and and it basically caused the internet to forget Facebook's address in so many words. And so all the services went down. 
And what made it even, and the reason why it was down for like five hours is because not only did they lock out everybody, but they also locked themselves out. So if you're a network engineer and you're trying to remotely log into Facebook to, to do your work or to change something, you can't anymore oh, man. because it knocked out. So even the engineers at Facebook could not log in and use the tools that they needed to fix the problem. So they had to rely on people who were physically at the locations, at the different locations, to go in and try to fix different things. But the problem was a lot of those people who were at those locations did not have the credentials because, as you can imagine, that needs to be protected. Yeah. So it was it was a huge mess. And so basically no one could find Facebook. Facebook couldn't find themselves. And, and they lost. It was just a disaster. It is. And People couldn't complain online anymore. Exactly. But it's not just a matter of like not having WhatsApp or Instagram and Facebook. But it's also certain websites use like Facebook and those credentials to log in. What do you mean? So in other words, like some people sign into websites using their Facebook credentials. You can oh, actually type. Oh, yeah. So if you had any programs that you requ- that required your Facebook login, you couldn't get in. You, you can log into Spotify with your Facebook. You absolutely can. Yeah. And a lot of websites across the web have that feature where you can log in using those credentials. So if people who rely on that, they were kind of they were locked out of their 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 accounts. Um, anyone who requires you know social media for, to for their business or who make money or, and there's so many other, you know, uses of Facebook. I mean, we think of just sharing, you know, needless information and, and memes and stuff like that, but some people actually use it for a legitimate cause, like for their businesses and things like that. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of people impacted. And when you think about it, it's used across the world. So some people, you know, they built their livelihood around that. So it was a huge deal that that happened. So that is interesting. Yeah, because yeah, Instagram's a little bit more, it's used for business a lot more now than it was when it came into Oh yeah, the creation in like 2010. Absolutely. Actually, all of them. So, and WhatsApp too. Really? Yeah. It's used a lot for business as well. Oh, well, for business, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those features, of course, originated with the, I- with the idea of being like, you know, personal, right? Mm-hmm. But then businesses and stuff eventually got on and now businesses are a huge part of it. So all those, those three apps kind of all did the same thing they all started with you know personal communication and kind of branched off into business use as well Hmm. so yeah it was uh, that was pretty crazy um and i mean i don't know i think it's just funny that there's like an invisible side to life that was created after we built computers Mm -hmm. and now that has such an impact on the physical world that it's almost like sad Mm mm-hmm um, actually before, you know, I was going to do like the whole questionnaire at the end, but someone asked an interesting question. Yeah. They said, I don't know. So what would be more catastrophic? Humanity loses access to the internet. And this was an odd one though, or loses the ability to feel happiness, but we know we all know we had that, what that ability once. So like you knew you were happy before, but now you don't feel happy, but you knew you were happy or would you... If they lost access to the internet. Because it's funny because the internet reminds you that you're not happy. (laughs) (laughs) I think if you lost the internet, you would feel happier. How much of an impact do you think that has on the uh, psyche, the right word of society? The internet on our psyche? I don't know what a psyche is. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, so here's the thing. The problem is right now, we've actually built society around the fact that the internet exists. Before it exists, 
it, it, it didn't matter because our lives didn't depend on it. Mm-hmm. But our lives have migrated to the point where many people's lives do depend on the internet now. So if the internet went down, you, there would be a lot, there would be chaos. <laughs> and so therefore you would no longer be happy but yet you would remember what happiness was. <laughs> so, it's all interconnected. Exactly. So there is no, you can't choose one or the other. If either happens, you know. I mean, if you, I mean, compu- grocery stores rely on com- the internet. Yeah. In fact, uh, yes. I, I don't remember if I told the story before or not on here, but um, the first week I moved to Tucson at my, my job, because I worked in a grocery store, um, Maybe after I was here for a week, the server the server went down, and it was the server that controls all the transactions from the registers and everything. And so they called me in. I went in and tried to see what was going on. The server would not boot, and the cash registers slowly they can they have memory in them, so they can save some transactions. But after a while, it start it started to get to the point where they couldn't hold anymore, so they were shutting down. And so we had to shut down the registers and we had to close the store. Oh, wow. We could not sell groceries without the internet. Now you would think, Hey, can't we just um, pay cash? But no, because it requires the, the connection to open up the registers and stuff. So I don't think there would have been a, and on top of that, um, you couldn't, you know, it was just, everything was tied in. We couldn't even just take just cash. Yeah. I don't know if all grocery stores are like that, but ours was. And it was like, no internet, no, you know, no, if you, if the internet or the server, I should say, I shouldn't say internet. If the server is down, then the registers don't, didn't work correctly. Because then they can't communicate with each other. Exactly. Computers can't. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if the internet is down, the registers still will work. But if the server that they're connected to goes down, that's where the problem was. And that's what happened. So we've built our lives around everything working. So it's, it's like a uh, life is, they built it like the crate challenge, you know? Exactly. <laughs> One exactly. thing could just fall and it, it's just utter chaos. Yeah. yeah. Pain and confusion. It was funny is that the internet, it was designed originally with the idea of having it be, um, I can't think of the word, but the idea was everything should be decentralized. Meaning if, you know, New York, you know, if one thing goes wrong, not everything goes down. Exactly. You can destroy an entire city and the internet will still work just oh, fine. Oh, thank goodness. Well, I'm just saying. I'm not encouraging <laughs> destruction of cities. I'm just saying if it were to happen, you know, the internet should still be up. But the problem is... Over- if something goes wrong in California, right? the rest of the world suffers. Well, that's it was designed to avoid something like that happening. Uh-huh. Yeah. But... Over the years, these huge tech companies have kind of come up like Google and Amazon and Facebook. And the problem with those companies is that because they don't just offer basic services, like Google is not just a search engine, but it also helps run the back end of a lot of other websites. So it's almost becoming centralized again so that if one of these big companies has any issues like what Facebook just had, then a lot of websites that depend on them could go down. Like if Amazon went down, for example, you wouldn't be able to watch Netflix. Now, you don't tie those two together but with but unless you are a nerd <laughs> you wouldn't know that uh, netflix uses aws which is amazon's networking service in order to to run their servers you know mm-hmm. so um and you wouldn't be able to read the wall street journal but no one cares about that so that wouldn't be a big issue but all of that's tied into amazon and so same thing with google same thing with facebook they all have a lot of websites that are built off of their technology and if they go down 
we all go down. Exactly. So every man for himself. The moral of the story is Facebook and all those other companies are from the devil and you should not use them. (laughs) But if you have an Instagram. I know someone who will agree with you, though. (laughs) But if you have an Instagram, please follow us at Two Crazy Schools. (laughs) Comment, like. Share <laughs> if you're gonna use the <laughs> the devil's tools, then follow us, please. <laughs> I know someone who would agree with you, no, but I'm he's just... not here to uh, to uh, voice his opinions. But I will tell you that he uh, messaged me and told me that they had. Let me see. Do, 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 do. He said that he there were some kids that were arrested at the school he worked at for destroying bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Or exactly what we had talked about last time, mm-hmm. which is another reason why social media is crazy, and he subscribes to that opinion. And to just describe, I think it was called devious licks. He said, "Hit a lick" was a very common saying. Me and Aaron's generation, lick is a robbery, and he's surprised that kids use it today. Mm-hmm. You know about that, Aaron? I have to admit that I had never used that word before. Okay. So it was new for me. I want everyone in the audience to remember, Aaron just called himself a nerd. <laughs> yeah. He was not stealing. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I wasn't stealing stuff, so I didn't know what the lingo was around that. Licking things, I didn't know that meant stealing stuff. Are you, like, connecting dots now, thinking about your past with all the kids around you? Uh, probably. You're like, I, wow, they must really like Tootsie Pops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was not part of that crowd, so I didn't know that. Um I mean, we don't, yeah, no one said that. It, you have to use a pretty obvious word for me to understand. You know, like, I acquired this <laughs> somehow, <laughs> and I'd understand what you were talking You're like, about. You're like, you know, Aaron just stole this thing, but his vocabulary is so impressive <laughs> that we really can't get mad at him. I have acquired this possession from you, sir. <laughs> right, exactly. And I will not be bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you have to... You have to bring it to my level. No matter how much you protest, sir, I will leave now. (laughs) Do not follow me unless consequences will come about. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know. So I will now be acquiring your shoes. (laughs) I have already acquired your jacket (laughs) out of your locker. (laughs) They are no longer yours. Enjoy the rest of your cold, miserable day. (laughs) Oh, Uh, man. Okay. But yeah, so that's the. Do you want to nerd out more, or do you want to take a break from nerding out? It's up to you. whatever, whatever. You want. What was the other nerding thing? Well, I read that people in the U.S. pay more for slower internet speeds. Yeah, so that's a topic, and I do need to read a little bit more on this because I don't remember all the details. But there was this pretty cool documentary. Actually, no, it wasn't even a documentary. Have you ever seen that show? It's called um, The Office. Ad- no. Uh, Adam ruins everything. I hate that stupid thing. I've never purposely watched it, but I was sitting in a barber shop and they were playing it, and the guy is such an idiot. Agreed, but informative. Such an idiot, and even the information was wrong. Well, I don't know. I don't know which episode you saw, but he actually talked about the internet on one of his episodes, and it was I think it was that episode was called Adam Ruins the Internet. I hate that show, Aaron. Okay, well. Either way, he did an episode on the internet, and he actually broke down kind of like the history of it. And he he does it in a very humorous way. But long story short, um, when the internet was set up here, the companies who got in, they made agreements with each other not to cross over into certain territories. 
which is why, for example, in Tucson, some parts of the town can only get Comcast and other parts can get Cox. Have you ever noticed that? I didn't really. Yeah. So certain parts of town can't get Cox. We have Cox on our side. Oh, like you can call them and they say that you're out of the area. Exactly. Or they can install it, but it won't work. Exactly. So they, uh, when the internet was being built out, these big companies set up these agreements with each other. So instead of competing with each other and drive, because competition drives down the price, they just say, Hey, we'll take this area code and this will be ours and you stay out of it. And okay. And they say, okay, we'll take this area code. So as a result, the competition was lower and so the advancements in speed haven't been as big as they are in, let's just say, Japan and Korea. Their internet is way cheaper than ours and way faster. Mm. I mean, it blows ours out of the water completely. You think the U.S. would be number one in speeds, but no, we're not number one. Wow. And I am Team USA all Oh, my way. gosh. <laughs> I'm still distracted by Adam Ruins Everything. I hate that show. Yeah, but he actually doesn't. Ep- but he does an episode on that very topic and it's pretty funny um, no this is my impression of it it's like the lady and she's like i can't it work the internet and he's like did you know that you have slower internet because you live in the u.s really yeah look at your friend in japan and he's like and she's like whoa pretty much i hate that show yeah. you know they have episodes that say what he got wrong right because they don't fact check anything in that show I'm not, I'm, the point of me bringing that up was not the criticism. I researched it after I watched that. I had to sit there getting my haircut, and I was like, why, why are we watching this? Uh, again, I'm not criticizing the show. All I'm saying is. It's terrible. Antonio hates, Adam hates everything or ruins everything or whatever it is. All I'm saying is that he did an episode on the internet, and it's pretty funny. And if you want to catch some more Don't details. Don't patronize it. Then you can catch it on that <laughs> show. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not telling you. The show is 100% accurate on everything. Okay. But the episode on the internet was funny and interesting. So just throwing it out there if you want some more details on how that all worked out. But if you ever wondered that. But here's the cool thing. Just one, one last nerd topic. <laughs> here's the cool thing. With 5G rolling out, and you know, for better or for worse, um, they are going to be able to compete with the home internet services more now. Really? So you're going to buy internet from your service provider now? Well, you can. With 5G, the speeds are going to be comparable to what you can get through cable. When I'm downloading stuff on my phone, I turn off my Wi-Fi and I go over 5G because it's... Actually, when I upload the episodes to Anchor, it goes like infinitely faster. Yeah. So they're going to be competing. So And since they won't be using wires, but they're going to be using wireless, they'll be able to compete. So I think in the future, we might see some more competition. Because there's no installation. Exactly. And there's less... Comp- you know, So competition is going to that the major players like Comcast and, and lower their prices or get more competitive. Oh, man. So, anyway, that's just me being a nerd. But So, when they're trying to get, like, I think you can access the internet anywhere downtown. Is that what the cell, like, the same thing as cell phone services? Sorry. Um, wait, what? You can access what downtown? I think downtown has internet, like, free internet access. Downtown Tucson. Yeah, but I think that's all through Wi-Fi. It's through Wi-Fi? Okay. I don't think they have 5G. Because the 5G has to be in your phone. It has to be. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, if if this the, is where I don't. Re- well, see, if the city's going to offer it for free, they would offer Wi-Fi, though, for oh. sure. Yeah. Because everyone's phone does not have 5G. Got it. <laughs> Trying to set this cup down very gently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of scams and Antonio ruining everything. Is that what this is? Oh, gosh. The name of the stinking episode now, 
Antonio ruins everything. You know what? That has a nice ring to it. <laughs> that should be a new segment, actually, on this podcast. Antonio, Antonio ruins, ruins everything. This one, hey, guys. <laughs> did you know? Well, I, I do know some pretty depressing facts that I won't go into. Um, we're going to talk about power balance bracelets. Did you ever see these before? I have not, no. I sent you a Wikipedia article about it. You might be... Yep, I see it. Are you familiar with this at all? Um, so this is an original brand of hologram bracelets. Um, it says they had become a trend among high school students and sports and stuff in between 2008 and 2012. Between 2008 and... Yeah, I was already out of high school. That was kind of like when I was homeschooled, but... Some of my friends who went to high school had them. Yeah, this is from your heyday. Oh, wait, I do remember these things. Yeah, they were everywhere. Everyone yeah. had them. I, dude, I did not know what these were, though, at the time. I, was I had so some f- friend of mine preaching to me about it. Yeah. Oh, and then they had to, um, they sued them because they were saying that they could, they had to retract all those claims. Because they said it was supposed to respond to the natural energy field of the body <laughs> and increase sporting ability. Yeah, exactly. If you wore that and you talked to me about it, no, I was judging you internally because I'm not that stupid. I may be dumb, Aaron. I also may be stupid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. No, no, give yourself some credit. <laughs> I didn't buy into it, Okay. <laughs> Uh, it says in November 2010, the Australian distributors of power balance were ordered by the Therapeutic Goods Administration Complaints Resolution Panel. <laughs> Therapeutic Goods Administration <laughs> Complaints Resolution Panel to drop false and misleading claims that the wares would experience up to 500% increase in strength, power, and flexibility. That sounds a little outlandish to me. Just a little bit. And ordered the claims removed from the company's websites and retracted posts within two weeks. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, I remember seeing those things. They even got a picture of uh, Bill Clinton wearing one. Yeah, Yeah, I remember seeing those. Um, But I did not know... um, I did not know, you know, what they were supposed to do. I never got that into them, but I remember seeing them. I don't see the picture of them. Now oh, here, I'm hey, thinking here. about it, I think one of my close friends did wear it. So I apologize if you're listening to this. And I'm just totally doubting <laughs> him. But, but that, doesn't, that doesn't mean he believed the claims. No. yeah, He no. might have just got yeah. it just for the look. Yeah, I think he did. You know, come to think of it, he's a real stylish guy. He's got a good I, sense of humor. I, Everyone loves him. Suddenly, I don't believe you anymore. He's a very, very well-established gentleman. He's a gentleman and a scholar. That and this is kind of funny. I'm just reading this uh, Wikipedia on those things. Somebody went to Shark Tank, which is one of my favorite shows, and tried to pitch a similar idea. And the guy was like, "No, I'm allergic to scams. This is not new. (laughs) This has been disproven. It's a joke." No. He said it's a placebo. A placebo, yeah. So I do subscribe to placebos, of course. Well, there you go. So you should get one. Yeah. If you see me lifting a car outside next time, you'll know what happened. <laughs> Aaron, the bracelets work. But you're not even wearing the bracelet. <laughs> right. Oh, no. They, I'm losing power. Aren't they out of business now? They probably Let's Hey, let's Amazon this stuff. Power balance. Come on, power. buddy. We can start selling them, man. Oh, no. Amazon.com. If you would like to purchase a two crazy scoops of balance bracelet... Hit us up. Oh, no. It says they, they filed for bankruptcy, but then they got 
Oh, they have power balance bracelets for men and women. They still have them. For nine eighty. Oh, the original genuine performance wristband. What does it promise you? Uh, comfortable to wear. Wristband has flexible features. Great. Better power balance, flexibility, and strength, as well as contributing to an overall sense of well-being. That's the most outlandish claims that I've heard. You know, if you listen to two Crazy Scoots podcasts, your life will get better. You'll be more balanced. You'll get better flexibility. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll have an overall sense of well-being. And you'll be 500% more stronger than you were uh, the last time you listened to a podcast. Mm. Yeah, I can't promise any of that. Yeah, well, they have men's and women's bracelets. I don't know if they get different, like, power, if you, like, oh, no, I bought the women's bracelet. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Aaron, you didn't buy the right one? That would be hilarious if, depending on which gender bracelet you bought, that affected what powers you got. (laughs) We're not going to be stereotypical here. No, I'm just saying. Okay. Oh, we're not ending. We're not ending. I thought we was. I was about to be like, all right, well. <laughs> oh God. I don't know how to come back from this. Well, <clears throat> we'll talk about pizza. You know who likes eating pizza? Everybody. Domino's starts making autonomous pizza deliveries. Okay. I. You know it's interesting, but I thought it would. What would happen to that? Is what would happen to that? Robot that got destroyed in Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, we'll see. I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to work out. Um, but this thing is on wheels, and I don't know how people are going to be able to break into it. If you could, I don't know. But I'm looking at it, and it's like this. Um, oh, you know what? I just remembered. I saw a commercial for this. Oh, they really? Show, they show commercials for this. Yeah, I even s- though it's not available everywhere. But um, the little, this little tiny car. I'm trying to describe it, but if you. Go to our Instagram. You'll be able to see a picture of it, I'm sure. But um, it's this little tiny car, and it basically, it's like a little, it delivers the pizza to you. You have to come out and get it and everything, and it keeps it hot and everything. Um, and what they do is they, they give you a, a PIN number, and you, you go to the little car when it gets to your house, and you put the PIN number in, and, and you can get your pizza that way. So, I mean, it seems pretty cool. It's, it's a good, um, it's a pretty cool concept. Um, and right now it is available in Houston or Houston if you're in New York. Exactly. <clears throat> I'm not sure where else right now. This says, well, this article says Houston, but they might have rolled it out to other places possibly too by by this point. But I mean, I think it's was a that cool... was that pun intended. Hmm? You said <laughs> they might roll this out. No, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this. Dominoes might be rolling to a door near as you. No, I don't know. I'm not sure. That's interesting, though. Unfortunately, the robots don't make their pizza taste any better. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I mean, the the best pizza is, well, one of the best ones is, what's that company called? Papa Murphy's? Not Papa John's. Oh, I going to say Papa John's. No, 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 no. Whoa, dude. No, Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's? Is that the one you have to make yourself? No, they make it for you, but you cook it yourself. Well, you have to cook it yourself. Yeah. It's really good, though. Like, is that takeout? No. Is that DiGiorno? No. Is that Papa John's? No, it's Papa Murphy's. I wouldn't tell anyone who I got it from. 
I made this. this exactly. Are you serious? Exactly. Every pizza you've quote unquote made for me? Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's. <laughs> I'm like, wow, guys, this strangely tastes like Aaron's pizzas. <laughs> yeah, Even good, though I'm across I mean, I the think, country. I think it's a good idea. You, they make the pizza. You take it home, throw it in the oven. They give you a pan to put it on and everything. It's all, And you just throw it in the oven. It's really good. Because pizza is one of those foods that should be eaten fresh, fresh. out of the oven. And the problem with delivery, depending on the company, if they take a while to get to you and you get it and it's not like super hot, it's not good anymore. Yeah. So, Or also um, the delivery person could have put it in an odd position in their car because they had so many deliveries to take and it could have slid all the toppings to one side and just completely destroyed the pizza. It sounds like a personal So experience. when you went to go deliver it. They got really mad at you and called your shop, and then you had to go retake them a pizza, even though it was a medium. Do you want to tell us uh, what happened? No, <laughs> but I know where they live. This sounds <laughs> I very... I know where each one of them lives. Sounds very <laughs> Be personal. Be nice to your pizza guy. This sounds very personal. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I deliver pizza, too, so I, I completely understand. Yeah, good times. Great oldies. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I wrote this in here. I put the jokes is that kids, oh, when I was young, does anybody complain about you being on your phone too much anymore? No, not now. Because when I was younger, I remember like people were upset about it. And then now I was never had a phone, so it didn't matter. But now like, I don't think anyone says that kids are on their phones too much. It's like. No, they still say that. They do? Yeah. Maybe I just don't know any kids. But you, uh, I mean, obviously with you being grown, no one's telling you that. That's probably true. But, I mean, for kids, that's still a big issue for parents, being on their phones too much. Do you remember when um, Pokemon Go launched some years ago? I did not partake in the festivities, but I do remember it. Lies. I didn't. Anyway. Yeah, people were, even though the game tells you, hey, look where you're going and watch your surroundings, people were still walking off cliffs, yeah, running into stuff because they were so tied to their phones. And uh, even before... They were getting robbed. Yeah, even before and after that, people still are tied to their phones too much. But the problem is, uh, with the phones, it's like you don't interact with people enough. Yeah. And you're on your phone, and so you kind of disconnect it. So it's so funny because social media... It's supposed to be this thing that connects everybody, but then if you're on it, your phone all the time, you're not really connected with the people in real life. So, I don't know. Are people still, are kids on their phones? Probably. Probably. Yeah, more so now. But I guess I wouldn't really know that because I'm <clears throat> I'm not a kid, and I do not have children. Yeah. And see, I, for me, like, I was already grown when smartphones were became popular. So, it was like, well, because my first cell phone was a dumb phone. It was a Nokia. I had one Black of those. And white that screen. was my first cell phone as well you had what's that keyboard um where you click three times and you get to like i think they call oh the the number i don't know i don't remember what they called that it was like you had to to put a c you had to click one three times exactly one two three and i was pretty good at without looking well i think i still looked but i I was pretty fast i I was pretty fast with that yeah and i and i yeah and it didn't have any game well i remember it had this game called snake yeah and stuff like that but yeah those nokia phones were pretty Actually, I think they took the games off of mine. Like, the first ones they had, the Nokias had games, and then when they got to me, they were like, nah, you, no you don't games. deserve this. Yeah. Like, can I at least have Solitaire? No. <laughs> yeah, so those were my, that was my first cell phone. And I was, 
already out of high school when I got that one. So I didn't have to worry about it in high school. And back then, you st- I, I had to buy minutes for my phone. Mm. So you oh, buy yeah. cards and add minutes to your oh, account. Oh, my goodness. And what stunk about it was that text messages cost one minute. So I couldn't text a lot because it would eat through my minutes. Oh, yeah. Remember how terrible, like, it was on the news, you know, young person racks up $2,000 bill for texting their friends or something like that. Well, that came later. But at least for the phone I had, you you couldn't do that because once you spent all your minutes, your phone didn't work anymore. Oh. I mean, you can call 911, but other than that, that was about it. So, <laughs> how you doing? Sir, this is 911. Yeah. I can't talk <laughs> I ran to out of minutes, <laughs> and I need somebody to talk to. <laughs> oh, man. So sad. But, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's the reality of it, though. So Wow. Yeah, I had it where if someone texted me, it costed me 25 cents, but the rest of the day I had free texting. So someone decided to text me good morning a couple days in a row, and I was like, I'm sorry, can you not text me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> just people just trying to be nice, but, yeah. Well, fortunately, it's better now. So, Yeah, unlimited texting, unlimited minutes. That's not even, like, a selling point anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it used to be, like, the big thing. Yeah. Like, here, you have this phone plan. You can talk and text as much as you want. Now it's just a standard. Yeah, and, like, long distance is another thing that changed. Because you used to have to pay for long distance. And that's where WhatsApp comes in, too, because you can go. Well, true. Now you can go international. Yeah. yeah. But, of course, you know, if Facebook goes down, then you can't communicate <laughs> with anybody. Back to writing letters. <laughs> Dear so-and-so, how have you been? It's been eons since we've spoken last. <laughs> right. How uh, are the children? Are they grown yet? Did you ever write letters? Yeah, my parents, whenever someone gave us a gift as a kid, my parents were like, you're going to write them a thank you letter. And I'd sit there and just like. A thank you card or a letter? So a letter that you had to actually put in the mail? It was a letter. Okay, so you had to put it in the mail. It was a letter and a card. I'd be I'd be like, why Why am I supposed to say thank you? <laughs> They're like, well, somebody gave you something. I'm like, but I don't even like the thing they gave me. <laughs> And they're like, how dare you say that? This is a nice elderly person who gave you this gift. And I'd be like, why? Why did they give me a gift? Mind you, <laughs> now this I ha- have to write this letter. Mind you, this is, we're talking about a week ago, but I'm asking. No, about I was a child. child. <laughs> I'm asking about your child. I'm thankful <laughs> now for the things that people gave me. And I, but it was hard to articulate that when I was younger. Isn't that funny though? How when you're a kid, you don't like, you don't appreciate certain things. Like if someone buys you something and you don't like it, you. You just say you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, straight up, just saying. Mm-hmm. I used, to, yeah, I had a relative who used to buy me um, articles of clothing that I thought were hideous. And I'm talking, uh, I'm, I'm in elementary school, middle school, around that age, and I had a relative who would buy me sweaters, yeah, and socks and stuff that they would create themselves. Sometimes, like they would knit stuff. Well, that's sweet. It is, and I appreciate that now. But at the time, <laughs> I'm like, I am not wearing this to school. <laughs> I will get laughed yeah. out of the school. I mean, it was not, it, 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 and it looked very homely. And that's the best way I can describe it. Just homely clothing that people knitted. That's a really good word, Aaron. I think you, uh, you very have a nice vocabulary. Some people call, they go into their house and they call it homely, and that's not the correct word for it. But mm-hmm. what you said about certain clothing. Yeah. I think I did wear it to, um, like, you know, we have those, you know, in school, did you have certain days, like, we're like, for example, wear this today, like, wear this today or wear that today or... Like, Spirit Week? 
Something like that. We used to have days where we have to wear certain things like that. So, like, an ugly sweater day, for example, then I would wear, like, an ugly sweater. Oh. Which, which, a.k.a. the sweater that someone needed for Oh, me. my goodness. <laughs> hey, you I'm, know what the worst is, is when you think something looks bad and then everyone says it looks good and then you feel bad for thinking it looked bad? And you're like, that person really had my best interest to heart. No, that's never happened to me. Before. Now they're past they I can never tell me, them. <laughs> yeah, if they gave it to me and I thought it was ugly, it was probably ugly. Oh, boy. <laughs> So, and I'm not even a, you know, I don't consider myself to be any type of fashionista at all, but, you know. But it's like, I don't really know what looks good, but I definitely know what looks bad. I know what looks bad. (laughs) And there was nothing nice about that, so. But it's all good. You know, again, in retrospect, I appreciate it now, but back then, you know, you know how kids are. Can't keep them, can't get rid of them. Or is it can't live with them? Can't live without them. I forget what the saying goes. Well, I think you had it right the first time. Oh, okay, good. Wait, what did you say the first time? I, I don't even remember. I think I was just trying to say can't live, can't, can't live with them, can't live without them. Is that the saying? Exactly. I think that's right. Okay, good. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you want to do audience questions, or do you want to talk about Pokemon Go? Because you... Uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah, I didn't play it when it first came out. Um, But for a month, I got, sadly, pretty obsessed with it. Actually, I think it lasted three months. Oh, I mean, I played it when it first came out, but I wasn't walking around. I didn't do, I I wasn't into it like that. I was walking around Reed Park just to try to get, like, these eggs to hatch. It was a a problem. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't into it like that. I would play it when we were driving around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when we were driving around as we normally did or quite regularly in the past, kind of on Saturdays or something. On well, Saturdays when we would be driving around with a group of friends, sometimes I'll be on my phone <laughs> trying to catch stuff. And I'd be like, slow down, slow down. <laughs> There's a Pikachu. <laughs> but um, no, it was cool. It was cool. It was using augment. You know, it's, it's a, it was a cool concept and it was new at the time and it blew up. In fact, it blew up so much. I, I remember being at work and people were roaming around the back stock, like the yeah. stocking area where we kept all the gro- the dry stock in the back, like trying to find Pokemon and stuff. And so it was just like, what? Get out of here. You can't be back here with that. And like I told you, people were walking into streets, the tree, and then like they made real life businesses, actual like locations. Pokemon or, stops. And yeah. people would be wandering into your front yard because there was a gym there. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So that was. That was actually pretty cool to look back at that and see what happened. Um, and then what they did was what they what they did that was really smart was they used the original Pokemon that came out in the first game when it first came so out. So it was like nostalgia. It was so fuel. for the people who played like me who played it when it first came out. For me, it was like, oh, I can play this because I know all the Pokemon because I remember the original 151 of them. Yeah. But then after that, I kind of grew out of it. Um, and, you know, I lost track. And now I, there's so many. I don't most of them I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I had played it like a ton. And then for some reason it locked me out of my account and I couldn't sign back in. Mm-hmm. And during that period, it gave me like a moment of clarity. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I shouldn't be playing this game anymore. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I don't think it was bad, but I just think that. For as was... much as I played it. I mean, if you across were, from my house, there was a gym and I was like, it's open. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to be gone for like 15 minutes. So I'm sitting in my car trying to defend this gym. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? 
I thought I was having fun, but I'm sitting yeah. in a hot car playing this stupid game. No, you can definitely get obsessed with it. But, you know, and what's funny is they made these huge parties, like, all around the world, too, where people would be getting together. Okay. Central Park. Do you know what Chicago, happened at the Central Park one? Cent- uh, which, what do you mean, which time? They had so many people gathered in a certain area that it shut down. The cell phones. Yeah. The cell phones shut down. And they, people wanted a refund. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. So many people gathered in Central Park. Or was that Chicago? Well, maybe it was Central Park. I don't know. A friend of mine told me about it. That might have been Chicago. Because people paid tickets and came from all over the world to have this Pokemon Go like get together. And at this event, they were going to release special Pokemon that you can catch at this event. And so people were from... Oh, that's what... You had to be there. You had to physically be there, Yeah. Because the cool thing about the game, at least at the time, was that certain Pokemon were available in certain areas, depending on where you lived. And catching them all would require, you know, you traveling a little bit. I can't find anything about it. I think they, uh... No, that was a big thing, though. I, I can't remember if it was Central Park or, or if it was in Chicago. Okay, let's just type in Pokemon Go Central Park. A rare Pokemon caused a huge stampede in Central Park. No, I don't think it was that one. I think it was, um, just say Pokemon Go disaster or something. Disaster, like <laughs> I don't know. Here, I, I can probably find Disaster. This is the middle song where we sing along. It's the middle song. Um, let me see. Oh, a sold-out day-long official event for up to 20,000 people. Fans became expecting the chance to capture rare Pokemon and participate in activities, culminating in a challenge that would release some of the series' legendary Pokemon into virtual wilds. But as connectivity problems and in-game crashes caused Pokemon Go unplayable for attendees, the day spiraled into a large-scale echo of the game's earliest problems. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And that's happened in multiple locations, too, because I'm, I'm reading one article that talked about it in, happening in Japan where everyone gathered together. Oh, it to was get, Chicago, you're right. Yeah. But here, I think it was Chicago. But, yeah, and everyone was ticked off because people flew in from all over the world to play this game, and they wanted this. Oh, and then they tried to, um, to fix the problem. They tried to roll out these portable cell phone towers Mm -hmm. like sprint and some of the other companies has portable cell phone tires that they paid for and they rolled them into the park to try to so people could get a signal because it was too many people on the network in that one area that still didn't work so it was just a complete disaster but i thought it was kind of funny to me but it is funny because like i said it's the invisible things that people get all worked up about like there's no pokemon they're not real no yeah exactly, exactly none of this actually matters and and that's the thing i never was the type of person to get so involved in anything like that to that point where I was just that like... you'd be stampeding in Chicago? Yeah. Because I'm you like, can't no. catch a shiny Pikachu? No. You know, if you did an event in downtown Tucson and I happened to be driving through downtown, then, you know, I might stop and, and catch something. But I'm not going to go out of my way to actually do anything. Well, we went <laughs> on vacation with a friend one time and we, like, didn't really know what to do where we were at. And so that's how I got into it. Was he was like, "Hey, we should just play Pokemon Go." I know Go. exactly who you're talking about because that same friend that you're talking about made me download it again <laughs> <laughs> so that we could play because I hadn't played in a long time. And yeah, I, so I just, the, even on or 
Go ahead. All of us got into it. <laughs> Some people not as much as others. Yeah. Oh, man. That's too funny. But, yeah. So, and it's, you know, people still play it today. They still make announcements, and people still like to go play it. So I, I don't even it's, play it. It's not as big as it was when it first came out. But No, I think what happened was it's the whole, um, like, it's the same thing with currency. Once you start pumping too much money into the economy, it tanks, whatever. Uh, well, I think people just get tired of it after a while. But, they, I mean, the stakes were really high at the beginning, but then at the end of it there was just too much going on that it just didn't matter anymore. There's nothing really competitive about it. There's just It's just another game. Mm-hmm. The, the lifespan of that game probably would only last about three months, I think. Because after a while you realize, like, it's just stupid. Because with video games there's, like, a suspense of... Um, like, this really matters, and I want to accomplish this goal. Mm-hmm. Once you accomplish that goal and there continues to be endless goals, then it's kind of pointless. I mean, I think so. I haven't played it in forever. But, I mean, the game still rakes in millions and millions of dollars a year. So, yeah, for the com- from a company standpoint, you know, if you're Nintendo or the Pokemon company, they don't care. They're, like, they're still raking in dollars. So, Microtransactions. You can buy stuff in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. You want to do uh, audience questions now? Sure. Okay. First question. If, and I, this, this one confuses me. I appreciate you. I appreciate your contributions to but I'm confused. Maybe I'm missing some kind of context here. It says, if the Trojans were around today, would they trust Amazon? Is this a joke? Wait, what's the question again? I'm sorry. If the Trojans were around today, would they trust Amazon? Is there like something with the Amazonians and Trojans? Or am I missing some kind of like joke here? It's probably something out of context that I don't get. And like the people who get it, get it. And they're shocked and appalled. And I'm sitting here. In a confusion. I am confused. I do not know. Um, I mean, are Does anybody trust Amazon at this point? Everyone knows how terrible they are. We just tolerate it. Yeah, are they referring to people from the ancient city of Troy? Yes. Is that what they're referring to? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like, you're, me and you are Bill and Ted. Okay. And we have to go do a, a project for school? At this point, it'd be a project for the podcast. And so we go back in time, man, and we get the Trojans, and they come here, and they're like, hey, would you like to buy something from Amazon, dude? Bro, you can buy anything. Okay. I don't know the answer to that question. I would say nobody trusts the Amazon at this point, but we still use them. So they would fall in line with the rest of society, and if they tried to, uh, you know, fight against the... Oh, there you go. I tried, though. You tried. I tried. I don't know. It just wouldn't work. Okay, if Google started making phones when Android and Apple did, would they be number one right now if they got in on the game early? Is it because that the iPhone came out the first that they're as great as they are? Or is it because they had a good system of doing things? Does Google have a good system of doing things? Well, Android is Google. So Android came out after the iPhone did, but um, Android was more focused on the operating system. Google was focused on the operating system at first. 
whereas Apple released, you know, Apple is known for making the software and the hardware together. Apple was not the first to release a smartphone, but they were the first to do it, you know, with multi-touch gestures and the screen. All that stuff was new and all the other companies. And then they released the App Store the following year. Mm -hmm. And that's when Android came out. And then they started emulating at the in the early stages. They were basically emulating everything Apple did. So really, Apple is the reason why smartphones are the way they are today. Yeah. Now, as far as as far as market share, believe it or not, Android has the bigger share market share as far as number of devices so they make more money or they have no, more they, sold no they don't make more money but they do make <clears throat> they they've sold more there's more android phones out there than there are iphones oh well, i mean you can get an android like those what was it obama phones yeah those were Android. correct yeah because a lot of different companies can make android phones whereas okay. only apple can make an iphone because uh-huh. they don't license their Is that the correct term for it what obama phones I remember I, I was speaking with a man who had a cell phone that only worked for about a month, and then it would lose. But you could get free ones if you, like, talk to someone on the side of the street. Yeah, I'm not. And I don't know if that was the politically correct term for it, or if I'm just, you know, being ignorant. Obama phone. The lifeline assistance Obama phone has helped 20 million financially strapped Americans get a free cell phone in minutes. So it was more to help people, um, like, find a job. Mm-hmm. So you could get a cell phone for a month and try out, you know, put your stuff in applications and things like that. It was an interesting concept, but I think they used Androids, which that may have helped with that. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, the license, the operating system could get licensed to anybody. So basically think of Android as like the Windows of the cell phone. Any company can make a Windows computer, whether it's Samsung or Dell or HP. Mm-hmm. They all can license Windows and put it on their machine, so... That's essentially what Google did. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> I'm nerding out again. Uh, okay. Someone put kinds of beer. Kinds of beer? Yeah. So we're going to Google this one. But what are they asking? Who cares? Kinds of beer. Yeah. There's lagers, ales, stouts, vit beer. Indian Pale Ale, Pilsner, mm-hmm. uh, Porter's Pale Ales, Bitter, Pale Lager, Bach, Kolsch, Lambic, Ghost, Saison, American Pale Ale, Barley Wine, Berliner Weiss, Triple, American Lager, Irish Red Ale, Schwarzbier, Steam beer, old ale, Vienna. I gotta go full screen for this one because this list is too long. Vienna lager, cream ale, Gwiz, <laughs> old beer, Scotch oh. ale, Irish stout, Flanders red ale, Trappist beer, rye beer, quadruple, Bière de Garde, Calabier, Dortmunder export, cider, Crake Lambic. Malt liquor, old brewing, Ellsbach, and that's the end of the list. This has been two crazy scoops. Yes, it has been. So yeah, I knew I knew the first couple you mentioned, and after that, I was lost. I don't. I'm not a beer drinker, so I don't really know. Yeah, if you drink like, um, what do they call those craft beers, mm-hmm. and then you use the restroom, what leaves your body is actually Bud Light. Ugh. 
I don't doubt that. <laughs> uh, anyways. I don't doubt that. Okay. What? Oh, no. Let's do this one. Why does fridge have a D in it, but refrigerator doesn't? Yeah, that's another good one. I don't know. English is not my... Um, Forte? No. Which is not an English word, I think. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Well, Merriam-Webster Dictionary says, English sometimes does not follow the path you expect. Like when refrigerator is shortened to fridge. Why is there a D in fridge but not in refrigerator? As a general rule, a G at the end of the word sounds like G in flag or hog. Anywhere else in a word, it can sound like either gesture or forget. The G in refrigerator follows this rule. If we shortened refrigerator to fridge, we're left with F-R-I-G. But wouldn't that rhyme with sprig? The spelling with a D most likely came into use because English speakers were too dumb to, oh, sorry, wanted it <laughs> to follow the pattern of other familiar words like bridge, ridge, and smidge. Well. Oops. I went to the wrong one. What am I doing wrong here? There we go. Mary Webster comes in and uh, helps me with my homework again. Yeah. Thank you. better explained than I could have. I, I can't explain English to nobody. And what's funny is I've had people who have asked me questions about English. Like, how do, why do you say it this way? I can't explain why you say a lot of things You in just English. know. I just know what to say. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. The rules That's are very even, vague. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't know all the time. Because sometimes people have said things. I'm like, is that correct? They'll ask me, like, is that correct grammar? And I'm like, uh, no. I don't know. I don't know if it's technically correct, but if you say it, everybody will understand what you're saying. So I am working a job right now where I have to type emails, mm -hmm. and it just shows me how terrible I am at writing the oh, English language. Oh, do you use Grammarly? I should. Because I use that too. And it, I wrote one, and it says, I hope this information informs you. And they were like, why did you put that? Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I guess I could just put it, I hope it informs you. Why are you going to say you hope it informs them? It just informs them, right? Yeah, it informs them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know what you're trying to do, because you're trying to add a level of politeness to the, to the, a polite tone to the email. But the email needs to be pretty straightforward, because there's not too much room for fluff in this kind of business. Well, the program doesn't leave room for fluff. Oh, really? Not really. I mean... I think they're trying to make them where they you can have like a friendly tone to your emails, but a lot of times, depending on what you're using, it wants the grammar to just be on point. Like, get to the point. I don't want this to ruin anybody's life because it's kind of ruined mine lately. But listening, because I have to edit these episodes, and and I'm going to continue to say even after saying this because I have no self awareness and things I say, but I always say when I'm explaining myself about a story. I will say, so I was at the store and some guy walked up to me. And so I was like, hey, how are you doing? So he was like, oh, it's great. But then, you know, I was like, and I say I was like all the time. And I hear a lot of other people and they say I was like when they're describing a situation. When I could be, I went to a store. I saw a gentleman. He spoke to me and I replied to him and said, this is a good idea. And he replied to me and said this, that. But instead, I'm like, yeah, so I was at this place, and I was like, you know, hey, guys, this is, like, super fun. And so he was like, and I was like, and they were like, and, like, you know, you know, right? I was like, 
So if you find yourself saying I was like a whole bunch, you know, welcome, welcome to the world. I don't know if I have that issue or not. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, you know. <laughs> In this episode, Rantino has a breakdown about the English language. I think, uh, yeah. And tune. And Tino ruins everything. It's a really good episode. <laughs> and Tino ruins the English grammarly language. He ruined Facebook. He ruined Pokemon Go. <laughs> he ruined balance bracelets Domino's for pizza. women. Yes, balance based <laughs> bracelets for women. What else did you ruin? Um, oh, you ruined the Bee Gees. <laughs> I didn't. The Foo Fighters. The did. fact that you brought that up. I ruined, ruined both the Foo Fighters and the Bee Gees for people. Exactly, and you ruined the in, the U.S. internet speeds. Wow. The only thing you did not ruin was Devin's photography. Devon. Jermaine. Whatever. Jermaine. Devon. Oh, keep hitting your camera. Sorry. Oh, I kicked it this time. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you ruined everything. That will be the title of the episode, I think. Nice. And you ruined Fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Frig. <laughs> okay, we have one last question. What's the craziest thing that either we saw in New York or for you in Detroit? The craziest thing? The, like, G-rated craziest oh, thing. Oh, okay, because that makes a difference. Rating levels are everything. Public urination in New York was pretty much a frequency. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I have. Well, this is kind of funny to me. Um, I don't know. So we were me and my my um, cousin had. We were walking through this mall and down and somewhere in Times Square. I don't remember which store was it. The Macy's store. One of those. One of those big um, department stores has like a big downtown um, Times Square building and I forgot which one it was. It might have been Macy's. Anyway, we were going up the escalator and they were playing this pit bull song on the radio <laughs> really loud. And as we come to the top, there's this guy in the corner standing all by himself, just dancing like no one is around him to this song. And I just looked at my cousin. I just looked at her. And she and she's looking at me like, what is it? What do you see? Because she knew I saw something because I was in front of her on the escalator. So my head is coming up over the, you know, the top of the thing before hers is because she's behind me and she's shorter than me. And I just turned to look at her like, oh, my God, do you see this? And she's like, what? And as, um, I, as she asked that question, she can finally see the dude in the corner. And you just have to have seen him. I have never seen anything like that in my life. It was the funniest thing. And he thought he was in the club. We in the mall, but he was in the corner dancing like he was in the club. <laughs> so I thought so it's a memorable moment I thought it was funny and it was you know and it's G-rated Aaron it's, it's G-rated wait let me get this <laughs> it's, it's, it, yeah thank you Aaron I don't have to edit this unfortunately I have to edit myself I think <laughs> yeah it was G-rated it wasn't nothing inappropriate but it was just funny so yeah that's that's a memorable that, that was kind of crazy I think because it was just unexpected I have one about dancing as well mm-hmm well, uh, one of them, someone I knew, a friend of mine, invited me to go to the city because I lived in Brooklyn. He wanted to go to Manhattan. And he invited some other people that I was 
didn't know very well, but I was willing to test it out and be like, hey, you know, make some new friends, have a good time. Dubstep was very popular at this time. Mm -hmm. And one of the young gentlemen with us was trying to dance to dubstep in the middle of the subway, but it doesn't look like how it looks in the videos. He's just attempting to do dubstep dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, and he was listening to it, and he was like, wow, 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 wow. And it's like making a spectacle of himself. And I, like, uh, I, know, I think I know what you're saying, because he's probably one of those people who, in his head, it looks he great. looks good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, people are staring at me. This yeah. must be great. <laughs> yeah. That's what kind of dancer I am. I just, in my head, I am like, oh, they are impressed by these moves. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go back to see a video and I'm like, ooh, I Ooh, just, no. I, I, you know what? I'm just going to be the DJ from now <laughs> on. <laughs> and that is why I DJ. <laughs> That's why I just don't dance in general. I just sit in a table and I'm like, why don't you dance with your wife? I'm like, why don't you shut up? <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, I haven't run into that because no one dances now. Uh, anyways. I do like those. I like dancing with someone else, though, like a like a partner type dance, like salsa, merengue, you know, merengue, bachata. I like those types of dances. I'll do those, but just the freestyle by yourself type thing. I'm like, well, at least you know the differences. I was like, this is all like Mexican music, and they're like, how dare you? I'm like, well, I don't know. Well, you, okay, so the beat goes like this, and then you dance like that. Okay, these are the steps. It's pretty simple, right? I'm like, I'm sorry, I haven't been dancing since I was like five. Right. Right. Yeah. I think salsa is probably the hardest to, to get I took right. a salsa class one time. I did, too. It was fun. It was fun, yeah. I embarrassed myself. I actually stepped on the person's shoe, and they actually wouldn't dance with me anymore, but hey. I know. I've done that before, too. Oh, you want to hear something bad I did one time? And I feel terrible about this, but it, it's the truth. It's the truth. And it was, I don't know if you want to cut this out or not, but I, it was the truth. I, so, I be, so, speaking of dancing in New York, we used to go to Pier 17, so anyone who's uh, ever been in New York, they have dance nights on the pier on, on during the summertime. It's really nice. And a lot of times I, w- I would always go on, like, the Spanish nights where they would play, like I said, the salsa, the bachata, the merengue. The I think bachata was big because of uh, Puerto Ricans, right? I believe so. I believe that's where it originated I from. I really hope so. I don't remember where each dance originates from. but Bachata's easy. But they used to mix all those up into one. Uh, yeah, bachata is easy. Uh, they used to mix all that up into one night, and they would have it on the pier. So anyway, I was dancing. Uh, <laughs> I was dancing with this um, this one girl, Senorita. And, yes, and I made the huge mistake. Okay, so I dip. I went to try to do one of those dips, mm-hmm. and when I pulled her back up, I made this noise as if I was struggling. So it was like <laughs> dip. <laughs> I made that noise to, to lift her back up. But it wasn't because she was heavy or anything like that. It's just that she had went down so low, I had to, it was a struggle to get her back up. And so I was like, Ugh. and she's like, stop doing that. You're making me feel fat. And I was like, well, no, it's not that. It's just, you know, the momentum. Because, I mean, when you when she would go, like, she, anyway, it, it was, yeah, I felt bad. And I did that a couple of times during that dance. And she just got mad and walked away she's like i'm not dancing with you anymore <laughs> i was like well you don't have to do the dip but she was the one insisting on doing it and every time she would do it i'd be like <laughs> I lift you back up and so anyway yeah i so i don't but what i've learned later so when we talk about our classes our salsa classes and stuff what i learned is that there is a there is a certain way a certain angle and way that you do the dip in a way where it's easy to pull the girl back up Mm -hmm. it's about the angle and the way you do it 
in, in the position that you're in. It's not about strength necessarily. I was just trying to bring her back up normally, but if I had done it the correct way, it wouldn't have been a problem. You see, that's the issue that I have is if I'm going to do something, I want to do it right. And I know I haven't really invested as much time into dancing to do it correctly. And so I'd rather not like you. The only way you can practice is public in public. No, you can practice at home. Uh, I don't know. No, I, I not, just feel like you have to with, be like a kid who doesn't is no, not self-aware. No. And then you grow up and you can you be like can, this amazing person. Well, I'm talking about for these. We're talking about these specific dances. We're talking about salsa and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, I mean, you can pull up a YouTube video at home, and you and A&A can practice at home. It doesn't have to be public. <sighs> and then once you... I do enjoy watching couples who are really good at dancing, though. But you can, Sometimes be, it's you can become really good at it if you just want to practice it. Yeah, but then you're like, look at me, I'm a good dancer. And then everyone's <laughs> looking at you, and I don't, I don't want that either. Well, hey... Hey, at least you got a dance. Shall we dance? Oh, yeah. You can practice ballroom. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I think that at play is, like, completely politically incorrect now, isn't it? Probably. I'm sure it is. Oh, yeah, with Siam and all. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's probably terribly politically incorrect. But I want to see it again now just to see how impolitically correct. Oh, wait, no. How politically Shall incorrect. But the cool dance? thing is, going back to uh, dancing, uh, though, at least you have a dance partner that you live with that you can practice true. with all the time. You know, nine times out of ten, I won't be able to get my roommate to, <laughs> to practice salsa <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, speaking <laughs> of dancing, okay. So, I'm on the subway. This is not the same time mm-hmm. as that kid is dubstep dancing in the middle of the train station. But uh, you remember, like, the, the there's street performers and there's subway performers. Mm-hmm. And so, you ever get the guys, they're super good at this, too. They're dancing all around the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, things that are difficult doing just in general. They're doing in a moving subway, which is also has different forces moving against you. Mm-hmm. So these guys jump in, and they're like a dance crew. You guys ready to, like, jam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. I mean, everyone likes these guys. No. It's a Saturday. There's a lot of tourists and everything. And so they go to turn on the speaker, and the music won't start. Oh. And so they're all, like, trying to troubleshoot the CD player <laughs> or oh. a speaker or whatever, and it wasn't working. We stop, and they just bolt out of there. <laughs> <laughs> they got everybody, like, hyped. Bro, bro. They got everybody hyped up, and then they're like, yeah, sorry, people. And but his run. friends were like, dude, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. You had oh. one job. Oh, okay, that did remind me of another story. It's really interesting. So. There was one time these guys were outside. I think this was in Central Park, if I remember right. But they were outside, and they were doing, like, these dance moves and stuff. It was a group of them, right? Mm -hmm. And so they were showing us little, like, they were giving us, like, little hints of, like, what they were about to do, right? And Mm -hmm. they were hyping it up. So we're all standing around, got our camera phones out and everything, getting ready to record this and everything. And before they start, the guy says, oh, but before we start, and he grabs his hat and starts walking oh, around. Oh, they do that, everyone leaves. Yeah, and everyone oh, took off. Oh, dude. I was like, look, I don't got cash. I'm sorry. Well, I, I think I did, but I was like, I was not giving you. If I had singles, I would have threw a, you know, a couple of singles in there. But I think all I had was 20s. You know, you just come from the ATM. I was like, no, you're not getting a 20. Goodbye. So I had I, I just walked away. But they were hyping it up because I, they were showing us little yeah. flip back flips and little things. And we're like, oh, this is about to be good. Yeah. <laughs> and then right before they started, oh, and then they, these three guys like grabbed these hats and were like, here, uh-huh. can you donate first? And that crowd, nope. that they crowd dipped. dispersed like 
nope. <laughs> we got to pay for it. Well, that it. must be happening frequently then if both you and I have experienced it on two separate situations. No, no, they do that a lot. What they should do, in my opinion, is go ahead and put on the show and then say, hey, we hope you all enjoyed the show. If you want to donate, you know, you can. Hey, we just, you know, we accept donations, but I hope you all enjoyed the show. Then people would be more, I, I guarantee you more people would feel like, Okay, let me give something for this person. I, right now, I, I feel like I could imagine you giving them, like, advice on the street. <laughs> Dude, well, because I've seen other performers do that. Uh-huh. They put on their show first, and then they put their hat out. And then you feel like, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but. Oh, here's another thing I learned. This is kind of a funny story, too. I, uh, some friends from uh, South Carolina had came up to visit. So we all went to New York City. And there, was this, uh, there were these um, people with the costumes walking around. And one of them had like a Mario costume, and I still have the picture. I'll show you. It have to, you. to pay them. If you I get didn't the picture. Know, I you didn't. have to pay them. I. You really think someone's just gonna dress up as Mario for free? Aaron? Well, I okay. I knew that, but I was trying to tell the friends from South Carolina. Like I knew you were supposed to tip them, but I told the friends. Like I said, hey, you may not want to take a picture because you got to give them something. I ain't got cash on me, so if unless you got cash. Uh, we shouldn't take a picture. But the friends were insistent. They were like, no, we, don't worry. You're take, we don't have to give them money. They'll take the picture regardless. I'm like, all right, fine. So I took a picture, and it was this Mario, and it was like this bootleg Hello Kitty and like something else, like a pink bunny or something. I forgot what that was supposed to be. But, yeah, uh, we took the picture, and we're, smi- <laughs> we're smiling big in that picture. But in the back of my head, I'm like, as soon as this it's picture about is about to go down, I said, as soon as this picture is done, I am out. <laughs> and they had a little kid with them too, and I was like, I'm like, when they done with this picture, grab her and let's go because <laughs> they're gonna be pissed. <laughs> oh, I can't hold the kid as hostage. Right yeah, and so I was like, all right. So we took the picture, and then I was out. I, I dart. I started walking down the street. I was like, thank you. I started walking down the street, and and Mario was angry we looked back and he was waving his fist at us <laughs> he was like get back here i want my money he followed us for like a block or two i was like i told you we had to pay i'm gonna find that picture we should post that picture yeah. Uh, well yeah yeah we could post it blur out the faces it's because it's already on facebook so it's like that's how oh, long hey well, there you go that's how long ago it was but anyway uh, the subway <laughs> was also interesting because you get like people who are begging why is that interesting? Because I don't think you have that dynamic here in, in Tucson. Oh, yes, we do. We yeah, but it's that. a little different. Like, they have a script. Everyone says the same thing. Like, you get in the subway and they're like, I don't mean to take up too much of your time, but life has been hard. Hard times come upon everybody. If you'd like to just spare $5, I'd really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Here in Tucson, they're like, can I have $5? And you're like, no. Oh, why not? You too good for that? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I am. Sorry. That is funny. Yeah, I mean, it is different. Yes, but um, I, but how are you homeless in New York? Because it's really expensive. That's what I don't get. And it's also the winters are terrible. No, it is expensive. That's why. The, that's probably why you're homeless. Who can afford to live in? Um, but why? I mean, uh, it's very expensive. Everyone who lives in New York has like fifty roommates, unless you're like a surgeon or something. Wow. So yeah, it New was York just is very expensive. It was interesting, not because people are begging for money, but just the way that they go about doing it is a little different in each area. Mm-hmm. But I just thought the freezing weather would be really hard to live in if you were homeless. No, if I was homeless in New York, I would migrate south for sure. 
And I already planned this because I thought at some points in life I would be homeless. <laughs> so I already got this planned out. I was like, I'm going to Miami, and that way, you know, I'll be able to survive. I'm trying to find that picture too, but if I don't find it now, I'll find it later. But, uh, but yeah. Also, don't stand too close to the train tracks because there is people that may push you in. Yeah, but that's rare that that would ever happen. But yeah, yeah. not a fun time. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, so that was the craziest things that we saw in New York. And, um, I have this thing I was going to send you. I already think I already sent it to you. This video is called, oh, <laughs> so it's 1995 flashback. First time PC user can't work computer. I have the link on, and I'm waiting for Aaron to find the link. <coughs> Let me see how long. To make life easier, about one in three American households has bought that theory and purchased a PC. But what they didn't tell you is that life does not get easier right away. For many newcomers, PC stands for pain and confusion. <laughs> Read Galen reports. Jamie Gold is about to buy her first computer. Oh, that she brings hardly back knows memories. where to start. How do I turn this one on? She's the kind of customer that is turning the industry upside down. What does the four megabyte memory mean versus... So that's Home PC sales are now exceeding business sales. Up 25% last year and still accelerating. Jamie Gold spent $2,800 buying into the sales pitch that computers are now easy to use. This is the world's easiest personal computer. It makes you powerful. I just think I want to plug it in first and use it. But it's still not just another household appliance. Installation disk number one. I don't know which the interface cable is. It's a power <laughs> module. I'm not dumb. Hold on. There's nothing that looks like this. I don't hear it. Jamie is gridlocked with plenty of company. It's printing way too large, and I don't know why. For years, okay, phone and help centers were used by technically inclined users. Now, 80% of IBM's calls come from so-called newbies. Here at Computer Maker Digital Equipment, calls doubled in six months. I'm having trouble with the modem. When I start, there are no beeps or anything. Many like callers express dismay that cyberspace seems more like the twilight zone. The industry is being sent that message by every telephone call that comes into technical support. A lot of new buyers are motivated by the uneasy feeling that they are falling behind in the information age. But their anxiety only deepens if the computer proves more difficult to get started on than they may have expected. In one survey, half of new users said they were ready to throw their computers out the window out of sheer frustration. I have no idea what this disk drive is. No idea. No wonder the book series Computers for Dummies has sold 18 million copies. <laughs> At software giant Microsoft Corporation... And I'm looking on the menu bar... Users are tested like lab rats in a software maze as focus shifts from making computers more powerful to making them easier to use. The biggest user problem we see right now is ease of use, particularly for the home or the, or the beginning user. See the troubleshooting information in Section 5. Okay. By 1998, half of American households will have computers. Jamie Floppy Gold discs. swears she'll have crossed the Great Divide by then. How do you do this? Swears a lot, in <laughs> fact. Read Galen's Did CBS you see this news. notebook? <laughs> <laughs> that notebook, this says notebook hell. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the magazine says. <laughs> that is pretty funny. I don't know which the interface cable is to the printer's interface port. Well, the picture shows it here. Now, she's pretty dumb, one of this is going to fit in one isn't. Well. Because there's only one port where it can fit in. 
This is how I feel. That one? Probably. I shouldn't say that's that. how they end the whole thing, is just her troubleshooting how to plug this thing in. I shouldn't say that. That's rude, but... This is 1995. I mean, she's used to working... But there's only one port on the back of that printer. Well, you now only, you know. What I'm saying is you can only plug one end to the back of the printer. Okay, but now we have, like, YouTube, we have Google, and people still don't know how to do certain things. I still don't know how to do certain things. Uh, you can plug up a printer. Dude, when I'm trying to hook up this stuff for the podcast, I mean, I'm just as frustrated. No, it looked very easy to me when you did it. <laughs> yeah, well, the first time I did it, it uh, yeah, wasn't. Okay, you remember this, when okay, we were this... trying to use a, an eight-track recorder to record three microphones that it only had two microphone ports, and, and we it, had to put a third one in there? And it worked. Yeah, but you remember how frustrating? Oh, yeah, that's right. You didn't do it. <laughs> it worked, though. It was frustrating. It was not. It was. No, no. What you just saw there, okay, with with that recorder, how many wires, we were trying to hook up all of our headphones, all our microphones, and trying to get everything to sync up, and there was no way to really hear ourselves while we were recording. This lady had to plug <laughs> one cable into the back of a printer. Those are two different things. And I didn't mean to be rude to say she's dumb, but dumb technically means you don't know. But she was, I think she was exaggerating for the I video. think they were exaggerating for the bit, or for the... Uh, for the video, it's like really, lady. Like, there's one place where that can go. But this is 1995. You know, but even in '95, it wasn't that difficult. Exactly. Because I remember, like, the keyboard, the mouse, everything used to be color coded, and like the printer cable was this. I don't know if you saw it, but it was this thick cable mm-hmm. on the back of the printer before USB printers. It was those parallel. They called them parallel ports. They were like this big. If there's only one on the computer, where does it go? <laughs> it's obvious that lady had other issues. <laughs> I don't know. If I never even seen a computer before, and this is like when personal computers are coming on the market, I'd probably just be as frustrated. Yeah, I mean, I can see how for older people it would have been frustrating, but for me, you know, we always had computers in the house. How old is that lady now? Ninety-five. So what are we? Two thousand. Uh, she's probably in her sixties now. No. If she was in her forties, then. Oh my goodness. Or even if she was in her thirties, that was thirty. That was twenty five years ago. So she's like my, wow. So she's fifty, sixty at this point. <clears throat> Poor lady. I hope she figured out the computer. I hope she did as well. But that was funny. But when they were showing those shots from inside the stores, that really brought back memories. So I remember walking into you know the stores back then, whether it was Best Buy or and Circuit the laptops City. were all open, and you're like looking at them. Yeah, Circuit City. I mean, that's a flashback. Yeah, and I would see laptops that look just like that, and I'd be like. Back then, they looked, like, amazing. Like, oh, this is really mm-hmm. awesome. But not by today's standards, we look at that, and we're like, this was garbage. <laughs> so, well, floppy disks, dude. Oh, yeah, I remember using flat. I remember installing Windows. I needed the first version of Windows 95 we had. It required 13 floppy disks to install it. And you would take one out, put it in, and then it'll install. It'll take a while. And then it'll say, okay, insert disk number two. So then you go put disk number two in. And then you have to do that 13 times. 13 disk. That was the first version of Windows 95. I still remember that. Wow. I remember installing that. Well, I will tell you something, Aaron. Even today, people who have PhDs and are some of the most intelligent individuals in certain areas of their field Mm -hmm. still have issues with computers. No, I I agree. So I don't think it makes someone dumb for not knowing computers. um, Okay, let's let's end this on... uh, I thought you were going to read the comments. No, no, no. Let's end this on the definition of the word dumb because it's real i mean I it, it's, it's rude but I it's not okay 
Uh, let's see. The definition of dumb is temporarily unable or unwilling to speak. <laughs> okay. That's not the word. That's not the definition I was looking for. Um, let's see. Number two, unable to speak mostly, most typically because of congenital deafness. Okay. That's not what I want. Uh, stupid. A dumb question. Wait, you can't call someone dumb who's deaf anymore. No, I know that. That's I'm kind of. I'm look. This is what the dictionary says. I'm just trying to figure out. Um, let's see. Yeah, none of those definitions really match what I really wanted to say. I guess uh, you don't know what you're talking about then. A dumb question, or no stupid, stupid, similar, unintelligent, ignorant, dense, brainless, mindless. Yeah, none of those words are really what I want. They're all super offensive. They are. So I apologize for calling her dumb. <laughs> you um, apologize to a 66-year-old woman. I, that I don't know and we'll probably <laughs> never see. But I'm just like, really, lady? Like, you can't figure out where to plug the, comment the says, one cable? First lady looks like she's figuring out what electricity is. Yeah, exactly. Did you try turning it off and on again? <laughs> it's not, <laughs> not even, even plugged, plugged in. in 1995 <laughs> was hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All those IT guys who had to deal with the newbies every single day are the real legends here. Man. Pain and confusion. I like that. Antonio ruins. Antino ruins the internet. That's funny. (sighs) Well, let's cue this up. There we go. This has been Two Crazy Scoops with your hosts. Tino and AO. Stay tuned next week. Or I, I am not even sure if I'm releasing the episode that I said we were gonna release last week, this week, because I screwed up the audio so bad that I still have to try to like reconfigure it. And I Zoom meeting with a friend of mine who tried walking me through it, and it really helped me, but it also showed me that it's gonna be really difficult. So uh, I may be the dumb one this time. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yo, Antino and A and A sitting back and listening to another day, you know. We'll keep you in the loop, cause it's two crazy scoops. Two crazy scoops. Two crazy scoops. Two crazy scoops. Two crazy scoops.